brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. In the future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. Greetings and salutations, everyone. Good evening and hello. You have tuned in to the number one psychological show here on UBN Radio Network, right here in the heart of Hollywood. I'm your host, Walt Lusk, and as usual, we got the Dr. Judy's in the house. And this is a call-in show, so if you want to get on the couch with Dr. Judy, if you have a big ouch and you want to get on the couch, you can dial area code 323-843-2826. And uh, this is a show basically about healing human disconnect. And we've got a part two in our series of Hole in the Soul series um, about codependency. Are you a codependent? I think we all are. And I'm really depending upon my uh, the Dr. Judy today to really have an absolute amazing show. And we're depending on you. And to call we're depending in. on you to call in. So we're all codependent <laughs> we're in one all way or another. Interdependent. <laughs> and later, stay tuned for our normal segment on Shrink That tune we're going to do a popular song where dr judy i uh, read the song and the lyrics and dr judy interprets it um what else oh and a few weeks ago we did our first wtf which of course is dr judy wtf which stands for what the freud and uh, now it also stands for what the film and we uh, actually shrunk 50 shades of gray it was actually a great show and even if you've never seen the movie uh, or don't want to see the movie, you can still check it out. It was a really amazing interpretation. And our next sh film we're going to shrink is Whiplash. So stay tuned, stay tuned for that. And uh, a couple exciting things. Dr. Judy has been getting a lot of press. She's on TV. You're going to be seeing her on TV. She was on an E! Entertainment show, A Botched, which will be announced soon of when it'll be on. And today she spent a whole, a whole day with a whole horde of folks at the Psychological Healing Center with a show on MTV, which is going to be announced as well. So um, things are hopping and popping. Um, and also, she's also grown and uh, has more psychological assistance to uh, and interns to take your calls and see you in either in Sherman Oaks or Beverly Hills. We can do Skype, telephone therapy, uh, and they're very, very trained in the mind map system that uh, Judy developed over a decade ago. And so you have no excuse not to pick up the phone and call us here at 
843-2826 or Dr. Judy in the Psychological Healing Center. So you were, you were hanging out with MTV today. That must have been uh, very invigorating. It's very, 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 very fun. And I have to say the crew was amazing. And they staged my house beautifully. And uh, they brought me a very interesting case, which, of course, I'm sworn by confidentiality not to talk about. But we will be telling you when it will be aired. And they'll be telling me because I have no idea when it's <laughs> yeah, going to be yeah, aired. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the dark here. And as well as with the E! Entertainment bot show, they're going to be telling me when that's aired. So uh, we will keep you posted. And uh, yes, we have a bunch of new interns, psychological assistants on board. They are, are trained in mind map therapy. And we offer sliding scale fee for all of you listening. And uh, they're very competent. They're master's degree level being trained as uh, clinical psychologists and uh, very, very, very competent and uh, really, really very dedicated group of people. And I'm honored to be training everybody. And they're very dependent upon you calling as we are dependent upon you sh signing up and showing up. And you don't have to live in L.A. <laughs> if no, you don't live not. in L.A., I'm doing a lot of uh, uh, mind map therapy via the phone. Yes. And if the phone is not enough, you need more contact, we can do Skype. And if you want to come to the Psychological Healing Center and work with us one-on-one, -on -one, um, of course, you know, we have offices in Sherman Oaks and in Beverly Hills. So um, a little bit about the mind map and a little bit about codependency and how that all fits into the whole in the soul series is that um, the, the, the thinking behind this is that when we go symptomatic, when we have relationships that are not healthy and dysfunctional, as is a codependent relationship, uh, what we're blueprinting after is the original familial blueprint. And so if we've been injured in the area of, I call it the area of cause, and if you would be so kind as to put the mind map up. And those of you that are listening, you can go to drjudywtf.com. Right, and you can pull up the mind map and its explanation, and you can also pull up under the forms section the peaceful healing dialogue, which many people have been requesting. And so um, the, the way the mind map organizes the thinking and the perception is that when there's a disconnect, when there's a human disconnect starting with mother-infant disconnect, when there has been a lack of attunement to the child, when mother is not there for the child, filling the child's needs, if mother puts her needs before her own, or if she's just basically not present at all, as, as sometimes happens. Um, the key to good emotional health is being there for your child. Breastfeeding, eye contact, um, skin contact, being available emotionally, um, having another parent to nurture the nurturer so that the system flows and everything works to, to the degree that the child is, is being fed because everybody else is being taken care of, that those elements are the key to healthy human development. So when something goes wrong, when something goes symptomatic, when relationships go awry, it's because there's some sort of a mother-infant disconnect, some sort of a disconnect uh, between the, um, the baby and the caretaker, and that starts uh, creating what we call a hole in the soul. 
And so if you look at panel one, that represents the womb, it represents the wound, it, it represents the connection and the disconnection. And what we call the core belief. Then what happens is people react to the wound and they, uh, th this is all on an infant um, pre-verbal level. The, the infant reacts to a wound of, of disconnect or abuse or neglect or whatever is the level of disconnect in the form of the disconnect and then starts having reactions of, of somatic or bodily um, ouchies, okay, stomach aches, so, so to speak, or they start reacting by becoming anxious and physiologically and psychologically uncomfortable and they cannot contain or self-soothe. And then later as they grow and develop, they develop um, negative core beliefs because we've got to explain the story. You know, why are we feeling anxious? Why are we feeling depressed? Oh, because I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable enough. So these core beliefs that become ingrained into the fiber of our being are then the blueprint and the trigger that then set off a series of uh, other reactions. So when one party in the relationship pulls the trigger and activates this core belief that it's bam 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 panel four five six and that would the be the dominoes start falling right that would be chaos and that would be uh, uh, uh defense mechanisms which uh there are plenty of just as examples smoking overeating alcohol drug abuse um cutting uh psychotic defense is another where you just split from reality they're all kinds of defense mechanisms. And when those blow out, then we've got a breakdown or a clash and, uh, and people tend to either implode or explode. Or explode. But That's as right. we like to say, don't implode, don't explode. explode. But unload. Right. And how do you do that? Getting on the couch with Dr. Judy and you call us at area code 323-843-2826. Now the show's about codependency and just a couple of resources. One is CODA, C-O-D-A dot org, which is Codependence Anonymous. So if you want to learn more, and there are groups all over the country and maybe the world, and of course it's kind of free, so you can go meet others that are having the same challenge it's as you are. actually free. Well, I'm, I'm being funny. I know. And, um, and I'm not. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, check it out. We had a call last week from our, our, our guy who was on for a couple shows, Nick at Night, who's actually been going to CODA meetings for seven months and it mm -hmm. literally has been very 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 transforming yeah. and the one thing i got from took from that was he's in his early 30s and he was the youngest guy in the room and person in the room uh by some by even a decade or two so um you know this is not something that is easily uh recognized or admitted um or corrected and then of course you can go to al-anon which is basically a worldwide fellowship for anyone whose life has been affected by someone else's drinking and again, that's a group and uh, support because a lot of t a lot of times uh, we become codependent many, 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 many times because of substance abuse from uh, a parent. So and, and as Nick was bringing up Walt, he he mentioned how people stay in these dysfunctional yes, relationships. Yes, they do. And we're going to talk about that. Right. And then they're 30 that. and then they're 40 mm -hmm. and they're 50 and there's a deal going on there. It's uh, kind of an unconscious deal, which we talked about last week, which the deal looks something like, you know, 
I'll keep giving and giving and giving and bleeding myself, and eventually this is going to pay off. And, and I hope, I hope, hope I hope, I expect and hope it's going to pay off. Right. Someday it may, and many times people figure out it doesn't, and they get into another codependent relationship, and the whole thing starts all over again. So right. what is what is the codependency? Real quick, it is the most common of all addictions. It's looking to someone else, looking elsewhere. Uh, we believe that something outside ourselves, that is outside <coughs> our true self, can give us happiness and fulfillment. The elsewhere may be people, places, things, or behaviors, or experience. Whatever it is, we may neglect ourselves for it. And uh, when you make yourself dependent upon other people to be happy, you know that's bad being codependent, and we're going to get into that. But the point is, you're more focused on others and not yourself in many instances, and it can get uh, get challenging. And, and Walt, if we look at the blueprint and we look back at the hole in the soul represented by panel one, what's going on? What's the cause of this is that oftentimes the uh, relationship of dependency, healthy healthy dependency, is really not developed. So no, it's with not. a codependent person, they're giving more than they're taking. Yes. So they have a blueprint of a mother who is 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 not really giving them. They have to give mom sometimes more and they become the parent of the parent. And so this changes the dynamics of the relationship. And as Freud brilliantly put it, we loop through, we we repeat what the injury was because we want to heal it. And so the codependent person will find themselves somebody who's taking, taking, taking with the hopes that they will eventually recognize that uh, there's a psychological bill to pay here. And then that, that, that this will all be made right, that this will all heal up because they'll see how much now they have to appreciate the person who's been the giver. But of course, the giver often, uh, the taker, I'm sorry, the taker oftentimes is not able to give or doesn't want to give or doesn't have the empathic connection uh, with the giver or is very the, busy giving The best to example that we gave was the fact that you're pouring water into a glass that has a gigantic crack in it. Right. And no matter how much you put into it, no matter how much you put into the relationship, there is no way it's ever going to be full, overflowing for them to give back. Right. And we're going to talk about real quick here that sometimes you've got to fire people in your life. Not easy, but, you know, we're talking about yourself here. And um, so, and surprisingly, we have a call. So let's oh, see who this wonderful. is. Oh, wonderful. Hi, you're on the air with Dr. Judy WTF. Hey, Dr. Judy and Walt, this is Nick. How are you hey, guys Nick. doing? Hi, how are you? Good, good, good. I just wanted to say I was listening to the show, as, as are my uh, CODA members, and thank you again for doing the part two. We really appreciate it. Oh, It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. 
Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Of course. Are are your members with you? Uh, No, actually, I'm at home because it's on the East Coast, 11 11 p.m. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a little little Uh, late. That's why why we call call them Nick at night because it's late there. (laughs) But uh, I definitely... I definitely told them to listen in, and if it is too late for them, I've actually been emailing them the link for the show like a couple days after when it's posted online, awesome. so they definitely hear it, even if it's a day or two later. Well, there you go. Very and Of awesome. course, anybody can go to Stitcher or iTunes or, of course, ubnradio.com to pull those podcasts. Yes, yes, yes. So how, and, how um, are actually, you doing? I want to know how are you. Oh, I'm doing very good, Dr. G. I'm doing really good. And I'm, like we spoke about last week, um, the most important relationship is the one with myself, and that's what I'm working on every day. And uh, feeling feeling really good and, and getting more positive and stronger every single day. Okay, well... It's definitely a journey. Nick, I just we're, we're going to get right into the to-dos, and I just want to get maybe one or two things that you're to-doing, uh, doing about uh, self-love, self-care, and so on, because, you know, it's a road of recovery. And so just briefly, if you could give us a couple of um, uh, tips on what it is that you're doing to um, love yourself and nurture yourself back into health. Uh, well, Dr. Judy, one thing I'm really doing is when I when I wake up in the morning now, I, I think about myself first. What is it that I need to do today and only right. today? Because all I have is today, right? I don't think about tomorrow or yesterday. What is it that I can do right now to uh, better myself, make myself feel better, uh, be more positive today, you know? thinking about my feelings for the very first time in life because I never did as a codependent, you know? Um, So that's one. And number two is just as we've, as, as you know, uh, just self-educating just every day, trying to make myself uh, learn how to be, you know, an, an independent person who doesn't need to depend on the outside world for self-worth. I like that. You and then you're, and, and, you're investing in yourself yeah. as opposed to others. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and, 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 and practicing saying no. Like, if I don't want to do that, I'm respectfully just going to say no. And if you can't handle that, well then, oh, you know, there's nothing that I can do about that. But, right. you know, there's got to be something in it for me now because I just Beautiful. can't keep doing it for you. Right. So what you're doing, and then we're going to launch into a whole bunch of uh, treatment plans for it for this because we've done some research around it and um, got a lot and to you, cover. You, you got us started. You got the party started <laughs> so here on, on self recovery. Uh, so yes. Yeah, so now you're not bleeding out. You're not being vampired. You're Vampire. filling yourself, and now I'm sure you have a lot more light to give. Uh, so we're going to continue to talk about this, and uh, I know I hear from you often, and I love hearing from you. And uh, thank you so much for calling, for calling in, and, and, and uh, have your colleagues, yeah, have, have, have some of them call in. Colleagues come in, uh, yeah, uh, come call in, in. Yes, call yes. in, yeah, 
Okay. So for well, sure, for sure. And actually, I, I started a second CUDA group, which meets on Thursday because I do Tuesday and Thursday now. Okay. And I've definitely told everyone uh, about the mind map and stuff, and I'm and even though it's a little late on the East Coast, I'm going to keep emailing them the link so they can at least hear the show, you know, at least the next day. Thank well, you well, so much. Million, and Nick. I'm really impressed that you're sitting around discussing the mind map and the hole in the soul and how this blueprinted in the first place. So I'm sure we'll be in touch. And thank you so much for calling in. Thanks, Nick. Sure, Dr. Judy. Dr. Thank you very much again for taking time out for me. And I'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank okay. you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Good night. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm. So there are five warning signs I want to touch about real quick is, you know, maybe you don't know if you are a a codependent. So the first one is taking responsibility for others. Um, Basically, people struggling with codependency feel a heightened sense of responsibility for the thoughts, needs, and decisions of others, as well as their ultimate satisfaction in life. And that is, uh, you know, trying to control, manipulate others and solve other people's problems. They're so involved in other people that they they really uh, they want to need to feel needed and often uh, manifests himself in other mental health issues, including depression, anxiety, eating disorders, sex, and relationship addictions, and substance abuse, as well as physical problems, which you mm-hmm, talked about. Mm-hmm. So they're focused on others, as Nick said. He's no focus on himself. And this goes back to inability to attune and self-soothe. So they're not yes. a bit able to really focus mm-hmm. on soothing themselves. They are vicariously soothing so- themselves by soothing others. And they are dependent upon those others. Right. Putting someone, and number two, putting someone else's feelings above your own. In other words, you have very little sense of self, and you're more concerned about, and you focus on how your partner feels and how they think, and you're consumed by you know the other person, and you lose yourself in the process. Because you're so scared to lose that bond, and mm-hmm. you think that the only way to keep the bond is to make that other person number one. And that is not the only way to keep a bond, folks. You, you, that, that's not a bond. No, that's it's not. a one-way not. street. And it even gets worse, and there's more. Okay. Five ways to f- warning signs if you're codependent. Number three, going to extremes to hold on to a relationship. Um, it's, and that is based on fear, fear of abandonment, fear mm-hmm. of being alone, fear of being rejected. Um, and, you know, I like the fear of being alone, right? I mean, yeah. sometimes it's good to be alone. Number four is difficulty recognizing and communication, communicating emotions. There's a sharp dis- disconnect, and again, the show's about healing human disconnect, between those who, are the, who the codependent partner is and who they think they are because their identity is so wrapped up in the other person. Their emotions sometimes uh, mirror the other person's. You mean that they don't really recognize who's in front of them, that they fantasize uh, a story around who they think that other person is and then engage with that rather than the reality of who they are? Because it doesn't matter as long as they can be there with the person. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. right, right. And then lastly, and and we're going to talk about this a little more, inability to set and maintain personal boundaries. In the absence of a healthy role model, the codependent struggle to set personal boundaries that protect them from harm. So again, they're so wrapped up in others, they're so wrapped up in the situations, other problems, that they forget themselves and sometimes they just, um, you know, get too involved and too wrapped up. Hey, this is really bad joke. I just have to say it, okay? So forgive me. Uh, when a, this is a really bad joke. What happens when a codependent dies? 
I don't know. Um, everybody else's life flashes before their eyes. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. That's uh-huh. a bad joke. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's good. I like it. You like my bad jokes. I like it. Okay, great. So, so those are five warning signs that you might might be a codependent. So if we're going to go down that road and go, we all are a little codependent mm-hmm. uh, in one shape or form, you know, there's a ways to heal it. And we're going to touch on uh, about uh, a few ways here. First, I believe, is you have to make recovery first. You have to admit, okay, I'm, I'm a codependent. I'm dependent upon this person, the situation, these people, and I'm kind of lost in myself. Okay, great. Now what do I do? Make mm-hmm. recovery first. Like all addictions, codependency is insidious and may recognize, they may not recognize the system. So you make recovery a first priority, meaning outlining distinctive behaviors, finding alternative behaviors, and then implementing them. And there's no time like the present, which you'll hear about. And it means challenging yourself to change. Now, that's the whole point of where we come in because this is not easy. It's not simple. If you're still in the situation you're in in terms of codependency, it's really challenging to pull yourself out. It, and it you is. can't do it on your own. And, and, and so um, I love the idea of mind map therapy yep. plus 12-step. That yep. combination is really powerful and because twelve step will uh, give you the group support. And Al Anon will do that. Right. And codependency coda coda.org, C O D A dot org will do that. And the mind map will basically what the mind map therapy will do is locate the cause and then unravel the faulty psychological DNA, the psycho DNA, if you will, yeah. that makes us crazy. Uh, and take that apart so that you can get to reboot the system and recode yourself and have a paradigm shift out of that and back into a healthy system. So two together are really, really powerful ways of, of, of cope, not, not coping, but actually um, addressing and dealing addressing yeah. and moving through this. But process. again, it, it, it's having something a little more, I have a blueprint. You got to have a plan. Mm-hmm. You can't be willy nilly because if you don't, take steps on a daily basis, as you heard Nick say, every day. And he's in two groups. I mean, he's taking his situation radically seriously. Yeah, radically. Okay. I'm so um, impressed. Um, yeah. It's not going to happen. It's just you can wish it, you can hope it, and oh mm-hmm. gosh, I'll start tomorrow. No, tomorrow is today. And, and one thing, Walt, that I want to say is Nick was in crisis. So yeah, what, was, what catapulted truly. him yep. into this whole process was his uh, unfortunately being married to a borderline wife who was really vampiring his energy and making him sick, as he shared with us. So sometimes it takes that to move into Many times recovery. It, it takes a crisis, right. right? An implosion or an explosion. Mm-hmm. So next is uh, therapy, right? And again, we just talked about that. You can't do it by yourself, whether you're going to do it in a group or take advantage of the mind map and the psychological healing center. Um, third, the codependent must sometimes fire the people in their lives. Okay, um, if they're not willing to work through the issues, then they got to fire them. So either they're either, and then we've talked in previous shows about having: are they crew or are they cargo? Right. And if they're vampiring in cargo, then in order, if before the ship sinks, you got to sometimes unload the cargo. Right. Right, because then they're back to that horrible draining system that makes them sick. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And f- uh, f- next is stop managing and controlling others. That's really a lot what this is about. It's a big challenge, but an important one. Stop telling the other what to do, how to live, what's wrong, what's right. Again, you're trying to build uh, maybe some emotional bank account, right? Stop intervening, helping, advising, trying to 
make things better, trying to fix it, trying to force a solution. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. you have to live your own life, taking responsibility for your own mistakes, your future, uh, and happiness along the way. So you know you you, you got to stop focusing on um, as it's going to see in a minute here on others, and you really look in the mirror and look at yourself. And you know it's 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 a habit now that the person will focus on other people. So whatever it is mm-hmm. that people must do is an anti-intuitive plan isn't it because if you're yes. so focused yes. on 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 directing your energy elsewhere and you're so invested in that then it'll feel really really foreign to you and unfamiliar and unfamiliar to reverse the system because in essence that's what you're doing is instead of having the energy flow out of you you're taking all that energy and you're bringing it back into the fiber of your being and circulating that through but then what happens is then you fill yourself with the light right you you fill yourself with the nourishment and then you basically become uh, more able to be a giver but you get you've got to watch who you give to and you have to make sure that the deal is balanced the bible talks about putting pearls before swine Meaning, you know, you give and give and give, and the, the recipient isn't really appreciative, understand, or mm-hmm. grateful of mm-hmm. all that you're giving. Um, right. I have a couple of friends that are codependent. I listen to them all the time. It's funny. They learned it from their mom. Hey, you know, I've been, I've been giving and giving and giving, and, you know, I expected them to do this, that, and the other, and they didn't. You know, they, they felt they built up this bank account of, of giving, and they felt that, you know, now it's overflowing, and, and uh, it's for them to give back. And unfortunately, the other individuals are more self-centered and maybe healthy and focusing on themselves, it could be, um, and, and don't understand that equation, that math. And, and occasionally a codependent will get very, very, very angry when they realize yep, that they, there's yep. no deal. It's yep. kind of like, you know, in a, a very, very bad emotional investment. And when they open their eyes and see, you know, it's just they've spent all these years giving to somebody who basically took that energy and... Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Every day, we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers gave it to somebody else, which sometimes happens, uh, as in cheating, for example, right? Yes. Or that person is feeding their hole in the soul by uh, using alcohol, and so you're pumping energy into an aholic who can't give back because they're too busy. Well, they're, they're busy. Yep. They're busy they pumping themselves with a defense mechanism that doesn't allow for them to flow the energy back. 
And we talk about toward the end of the mind map is a paradigm shift, and this is a gigantic one. You're, right. you're shi shifting from focusing on the others to yourself. And you're thinking, well, gosh, I can't do that. I've been giving, 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 and now it's my turn. Well, the best example I can give is parenthood, right? right. You give your child everything, right? You, you raise them, you teach them, and you love them, and you hope that you know all this emotional you know, you're giving is they're going to give back. And they grow up, they move away, they get married, mm -hmm. they go in school, they're trying to figure themselves out. Mm -hmm. You know, mom and dad are like, uh, you know, uh, I'm busy. Right. Right. And so and, you know, with parent child, that's probably one system where, of course, you don't want to raise a child that gives nothing back and doesn't want to call you for your birthday or wish you happy Mother's Father's Day or, you know, leaves you sitting in your depends in an old age home. I mean, that's not what we're talking about here. But when when it's the parent to the child, the, the energy is supposed to flow toward the child. It's yes. just part of the system. Comes, so it it's works. not like, okay, little, you know, Johnny, I've given you all of this and now it's time for you. It's payback time. It, it doesn't quite flow like that. But there's got to be a sense of grace um, back to the parent because that, that teaches people ethics. It teaches people empathy, responsibility, uh, responsibility mm -hmm. right, yeah. right. So if my children are listening, 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 uh, remember, um, mommy's not going into the old age home. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm not. not. I'm not. So, and w another one, important one along those lines is becoming selfish. This is a constant decision. Need to practice putting yourself first. Need to make sure your basic needs are met before giving away anything, your time, your mm -hmm. energy, your money, or any other resources. Beautiful. Okay? Classic example, again, I've used it before, is you're on an airplane and you're next to your 10-year-old child and the pressure in the airplane dr uh, drops such that the oxygen masks drops. Who do you put the mask on first? Any codependent's going to say, well, i got to put it on my kid first. And the problem is, if you don't put it on yourself, if you're not, quote, selfish, you are unable to help them because right. they really can't help themselves. Right. So the point is, you got to think about you first. It's not being selfish. It's called self-preservation. You know, I wanted to mention a case study, a uh, couple that I was working with, and um, uh, they, they were starting to get healthier, but one was deeper into a an addiction, uh, a, a, a a, a chemical addiction and as the other one got healthier she pulled out of the system and now the other is starting to bottom out and collapse and go into chaos and sometimes that happens is that one party gets healthy uh, leaves the system and then the other party starts reeling and, and collapsing and, and, and reacting and so on and, and sometimes it takes that kind of a, a, a curse, I call it a crisis. curse by crisis, curse by design, by design. right? Where, um, where, where that person has to bottom out that way. So uh, I, I say that if you're a couple and you're in, in that kind of relationship, then go into therapy together and see if you can grow together because you, you really want to be on the same page here so that you can support each other through this dysfunctional system. 
And if, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Dr. Judy WTF, which, of course, is What the Freud here at UBN Radio Network. You can pull us on, on the uh, podcast at the UBNRadio.com, Stitcher, and iTunes. And I know the station's working on iHeartRadio soon, which is a huge, huge thing. You can write us at info at Dr. Judy WTF if you have a song you want us to shring, uh, drjudywf.com, or uh, an issue or a question or a query or a comment. Um, or you think an idea for a show. We get a lot of ideas from shows from folks that write, so we read everything that comes in. Um, and our show today is called, is on codependency, part two of our Hole in the Soul series. And, and definitely check out the website at... DrJudyWTF.com, which actually linked to the Psychological Healing Center, where they've got resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can uh, figure out uh, on a sliding scale of making an appointment with Dr. Judy or one of her interns. Mm-hmm. Find what the... Peaceful Healing Dialogue, we talk a lot about that, uh, right. is. it's on one page, or even a one-page summary of what the mind map's about. Right, there's just a lot of great yeah. stuff, uh, on, stuff the, on, the on the website. And yeah. Dr. Judy's always adding blogs. Yeah. And we are working on our YouTube station, uh, a YouTube uh, uh, site, you, and you can pull a lot of our shows from streaming there. Um, there, we're just now naming them and getting them loaded. They were on a different location, so Thank apologize you. for the delay. Mm-hmm. Uh, our most popular show is, of course, on narcissism. It's amazing how many people have seen that show. So, c- continuing and Stitcher and iTunes, Stitcher and iTunes for right. the podcasts. Yeah. Yep, they are. It's a great resource. I personally like Stitcher. I think it's a great site. You can go on your smartphone and pull both. Obviously, if you have an iPhone, you can do that, mm-hmm. um, or you can do it online, both as well. So, again, more talk about codependency and relationships. Um, the goal here, really, in, in, in encapsulating is finding and living who you really are. So we really want to address kind of some solutions if you've figured out, hey, I'm a codependent. Um, and I love this Oscar Wilde quote. It says, be yourself because everybody else is already taken. Mm-hmm. Right? There's Great only quote. one you. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So the first and foremost is we talked about being selfish, but more importantly, you want to be, have and create a relationship with yourself, right? You're the one that you wake up in the morning with, you're the mm-hmm. one to go to bed at, at night with and, and mm-hmm. our day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we had a show uh, last year on self-talk. You might want to check that out. We know, what are you saying to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, take time to focus on you, your preferences, your likes, your dislikes, and so on. Because the things that make you happy and happy uh, and healthy ways to deal and cope with, with it are better. Because that's the best way for you to stay connected to yourself and to be happy. And that is a major way to heal human disconnect. Absolutely it you is. You want to heal human disconnect? Connect to yourself. If, if you didn't get the, the, the greatest... Uh, blueprint from your family of origin and many of us don't because today we're we're very disconnected and uh, we've lost the the art or the skill or the motivation to to parent and um, I, 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 I I've been talking to somebody that um, actually is a principal of a school and we're talking about getting the mind map system into the school system because it would be very, very useful for children to, first of all, have a visual aid of how wounds happen and and intervene quickly with their sense of core beliefs so that they don't go into these dysfunctional relationships or dysfunctional patterns and and have low self-esteem, which then um, puts them in a perfect 
uh, storm position to uh, be caretakers and, and, and drain themselves. Along those lines, I want to do a little rabbit track here. One is identify the activities that you want to do. I mean, how many times have you been with somebody and they ask you, well, hey, what do you want to do? And you go, I don't know. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. You know, well, I don't know. What do you want to do? In other words, you're sitting there asking each other, well, what's going to make you happy? Not what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. What makes you happy? Maybe you want to go see a movie. Maybe they want to go on a hike, right? Well, right. you know, maybe you don't care. But, you know, the point is, you got to more focus on yourself. Try it. You, you know, it, it'll, you, you'll be surprising how people will respect you for it. Okay. And, and, and this is really different than being selfish, by mm-hmm. the way. It is. This is, it is. It's not, we're not talking about uh, uh, narse other people out, ignore them, don't take their needs into consideration. This is about balancing a system so that you become very important to yourself and get your own needs met so that you can also share with other people. And if, and if you're more full in that regard, then you mm-hmm. really are able and better able to give to somebody else in a true sense yeah. as opposed to giving and expecting in return. So the next thing in terms of finding out who you really are, and we've talked about it, and this is important, is establishing boundaries. And by that, you know, you want um, to you, you just who you are and, and whatnot, not really focusing more on the other person but yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, and one of the important things of learning is to stop people from pleasing. You want to be a people pleaser is establish personal boundaries. Basic ideas of personal boundaries include when to say no and when to draw the red line. Nick at night called. He said, look, it's, it's a way to, to very tactfully say no. Right. It's not about pleasing everybody. Again, it's looking out for yourself. There was a book many years ago written by a guy named Robert Ringer. said, looking out for number one. And a lot of people misunderstood the book and misunderstood the title. It is about not being codependent. You know, you have to look out for number one. You're the one person you got to live with the rest of your life. And if you're so involved in others, you get lost. And uh, it's no picnic. So you got to establish boundaries. Mm-hmm. Next is... And in in doing that and trying to be more connected with yourself (coughs) is to listen and trust your own feelings and your intuition. I mean, how many times have we all said, you know, I knew that was going to happen or gosh, I should have done that. You know, in other words, kind of like, well, I knew better. We all do that. Um, One way that uh, one of the articles talked about, which I I, I didn't want to mention, but I'm going to, is to meditate. You know, just stay quiet. Mm -hmm. um, Ten minutes. And just, it'll take practice to quiet your mind because we're all bombarded by stuff all day long. Um, you can go online and, and look. Uh, there are some very, very simple ways. Just Google, you know, how to meditate. And that is a way for you to be a little bit more connected, a little bit more in tune with yourself and have a little time for yourself. You're not being bombarded by the radio. You're not being bombarded by the TV that's blaring. Um, it's just you. I mean, maybe you want to do it when you wake up in the morning. Maybe you want to do it just when you go to bed at night. But take some time during the day and just maybe if you have to get away from buddy and just sit in your car, just meditate. Okay. Um, so you want you growing up. I learned that to frequently feel guilt and shame. I learned to say sorry and explain why I truly felt that I, I did not have to. Coming out of this restricted world of learning about trusting yourself and your intuition, I began to take ownership of my own feelings. And that's really what we're talking about here. And another thing that I want to share is, uh, for me, yoga has been such an amazing Mm -hmm. release and such a meditative place. Recently started doing 
um, HPF, hot power fusion. <laughs> Sometimes I think I'm going to die in that class. And, you know, so if I don't show up, you'll know why. Just like you had melted, a meltdown. Melted into the floor. Literally melted. Uh, but when I leave that class, I, I just carry that peace within me uh, for for quite a while. It's pretty sustainable. So just a little plug to my favorite yoga studio, Core Power Yoga. And I'm a little ways away from being certified as a yoga instructor, and not that I'm going to be one because I love being a psychologist, so that's not going away ever in this lifetime, but I do want to start incorporating more mind, body, and soul because um, <clears throat> to be healthy psychologically, it's not just being psychologically healthy. We have to care for our nutrition. We have to exercise and we have to integrate mind, body, soul, because that's what it takes to yes, it to form a healthy human being. Yes, so psychology is not only about analysis and the light and the darkness of, 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 um, of, of, of human disconnect and so on. It's also about connecting through caring about your body and, and, and bringing all those elements together. Because independent of Dr. Judy, last year I started yoga as well. And uh, I go once a week, mm -hmm. and trust me, um, it's it's amazing. It, it, you get in positions and stretch and find things you didn't even know. Uh, it's really about core, about balance, about yourself. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. they call it a yoga practice. And basically, that means that whatever happens on that mat is ultimately between you and somebody else. Believe me, nobody's there to look at you and stare at you. And you mean between and you and you? Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, yeah, you and yourself. Right. Um, it's not like you're doing this goofy move. I mean, you know what, if you can't do it, you don't do it. It's it's your practice, it's nobody else's. So don't think that again, you got, you, you're, it's a situation where you're gonna be radically self-conscious. It's quite the contrary, and everybody's doing their own thing. And, and it's just really a place, whether it's yoga or painting or listening to music or swimming or whatever it is that you love to do, create that private space that's yours and, and that place that's quiet for you so that you can begin to turn your energy inward and, and really begin to nourish yourself. So moving on, honor your own needs and intentions. Again, it's about yourself. Make a decision based upon what, uh, growing up, I made decisions based upon what other people wanted to do, not for the betterment of myself. So again, you got to think about yourself a little bit more. Um, we've talked about a lot, and it's true. Six is create a positive space. Sometimes you're in a, a relationship that really isn't such. You know, I realized I did need to take responsibility of other people, and if someone hadn't called me back after three tries of calling them, it's not my fault or responsibility to get them to call me. Sure. Right, as an example. Right, right? a waste of energy. It's totally a waste of yeah. energy. Um, and, and again, you, you, you just, other people are too involved in themselves, and you've got to be involved in yourself as well. It's, you know, like, you know, it's kind of like the way it works. And um, we got two more. Commit to lifting your self-esteem, and your confidence. Again, the whole point of the mind map in a lot of ways is figuring out what your core belief is and working toward being a more whole person and not have a hole in the soul mm -hmm. and not being so disconnected with yourself and others. So Bill Murray said that the more you know who you are and what you want, the less you let things upset you. I thought that was a really amazing quote. Bill Murray, of all people. Mm -hmm. The more you know who you are and what you want, the less things will upset you. Because that's outside of what you're doing to get that. Mm -hmm. 
Right, that's the outside world. And this person did about a four-year journey on that situation. Is mm -hmm. I just spent a year, first year, falling over my own feet and making mistakes. I spent the next year learning and discovering from them, from those mistakes. I spent the third year dedicated to a practice of loving myself. And now, in the last year, I spent this last year in a state of acceptance. So in other words, all of this is a total journey. It didn't happen overnight, and it's not going to be fixed overnight. So again, first year was he falling over himself, making mistakes. Second, learning and discovering from them. Third is a practice of loving himself. And mm -hmm. fourth was having a state of acceptance. Okay. So when you have that internal world of acceptance and that whole process that you described, it's almost like a from through to, you know, yes. what I talk about, right? Yeah. Yeah. From that journey of falling all over yourself and then, you know, ultimately to accepting yourself, right? When you live in that, in that skin, so to speak, then there is a paradigm shift there because you're not grabbing and grasping for outside. You know how they say in AA or the 12-step people, places, and things will fail us. Yes. And so people who enter these 12 steps will then surrender to a higher power. And that higher power could be God. It could be uh, really anything that they deem to be their higher power. So it's it's really important for, for them to have a sense of um, letting go. Of letting go when I call what I call letting go is letting go of those old blueprints that didn't work for you and being vulnerable and being um, maybe in a state of grace to receive new information that might actually encode better in your system and lastly and we're gonna finish with this and then get to our tune is make the conscious effort to start doing these things for yourself today there's a reason why they call today the present, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the problem of many of us as we run, uh, run into uh, is that once we make a list of things to do to ourselves, we end up tossing that thought in the back of our minds and say, you know what, I'll do it someday. I'll do it later. No, you have to start today. You got to draw a line in the sand, take a tiny, tiny baby step and do it for yourself today. We have the power to completely turn our lives and relationships around. We just have to be willing to make a conscious effort every single day. And don't forget, it takes about uh, 28, 31 mm -hmm. days to form, to a, form habit. a habit. And don't be discouraged if it doesn't go really well for you one day, then then don't allow that to activate your core belief that you're just not good enough, that you're just not this enough and that enough. Just go back right into it and, and practice the self-love and the self-acceptance and then blank slated and start and again. start over. Right. And remember, it's 21 to 28 days of consistent. So in other words, if you miss a day or two, don't expect that that 21 day or 21 day period to have the results you want. Because in many, some feel that you have to reset it and start another 21 day clock. It's got to be consistent, persistent every day. You want to get it ingrained yes. so that you don't have to yeah. think about it. So that habit becomes, a new habit becomes a habit. So that's our show, mm -hmm. and our song today is I Can't Live If Living Is Without You. Is that a codependent title or it's what? It's entitled Without You, and it's by mm -hmm. the one we're going to do is with by Harry Nielsen. So I'm going to read the lyrics, and we're going to interpret this and close out with a song. No, I can't forget this evening or your face as you were leaving, but I guess that's just the way the story goes. You always smile, but in your eyes, your sorrow shows. 
yes, it shows. So um, this person is clearly um, expressing some abandonment issues because the person is leaving, and, um, and that's the way their story goes, is people are always leaving. But, ah, how they're going to rescue the leave is they're going to be attuned to the other person and see the sorrow in their eyes. They're not even thinking about themselves, right? Exactly. And so they're going to attune to that person and, and do something to correct the sorrow in their eyes. And that's the game plan. I keep rescuing you and I'll get you back. No, I can't forget tomorrow when I think of all my sorrow, when I had you there, but then I let you go. And now it's only fair that I should let you go what you should know. Okay, so maybe she, this, this person's getting a little healthier. Now, now the person's starting to think about themselves. No, I can't forget tomorrow when I think of all my own sorrow. Um, and then maybe they're trying to let the person go, and maybe they really do want to have a peaceful healing dialogue with them and let them know yeah. what they should know. Yeah. Uh, but go ahead. <laughs> Let's see what happens next. Well, in the chorus, I can't live if living is without you. I can't live if... Uh, I can't live, I can't give anymore. I can't live if living is without you. I can't give if, I can't give anymore. And then, the, well, I can't forget this evening, and again, we're back to where we started from, or the face you were as you were leaving, but I guess that's just the way the story goes. You always smile, but in your eyes, your sorrow shows. Yes, it shows. So what's so interesting is, well, maybe they're getting a little bit more attuned to let's have a conversation here, but then they... They fall on their face and say, no, it doesn't matter about the conversation. All that really matters is I can't live if living is without you. And so there is really no um, dialogue of mutuality here of like, what are you getting out of it? What am I getting out of it? Where's the light here? Where's the interconnectedness? Where's, where's the panel seven mutuality um, of the couple bubble here. No, it's nothing like that. It's just simply, look, if you're not going to be in my life, I can't live. And that basically is the song. It closed out with, of course, I can't live if living is without you. I can't live. I can't give anymore. I can't live if living is without you. I can't live. I can't give anymore if living is without you. Because the only person worthy of giving to is that other person. So nowhere in it is it talking about I'm going to give if I can't give to you, I'll just give to myself or maybe I'll give to somebody that's willing to give back. But and they're, they're focused on giving only to that person. And that is without you originally by Badfinger. But we did the one song in which we're going to play by Harry Nielsen. And this has been, you've been listening to Dr. Judy WTF, which of course mm -hmm. is What the Freud, every Thursday here at 8 o'clock Pacific Time here on UBN Radio Network here in the heart of Hollywood at the Sunset Gower Studios. You can pull our shows on UBNRadio.com, Stitcher, and iTunes. If you want to write us, you can write us at info, I-N-F-O, at DrJudyWTF.com for any requests, comments. If you want the, some of the uh, information that we went through and the articles that we used that I pulled, be happy to send them to you. Just let us know. And uh, we know one thing is that uh, we can't live without you, our audience, and we really appreciate you listening, interacting, calling, writing, and um, being a part of it. And hopefully it, this is a, an interdependent and a light-filled uh, relationship where um, everyone benefits. And that's the opposite of codependency. It's got to be win-win. Right. So 
God bless everyone. Until next time. No, I can't forget this evening Or your faces you were leaving But I guess that's just the way the story goes You always smile, but in your eyes Your sorrow shows Yes, it shows I can't forget tomorrow When I think of all my sorrow And I had you there But then I let you go And now it's only fair That I should let you know What you should know So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 